hey, hey, and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sheeran, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm so glad that you are here hanging out with me today because I am super excited. I got two good friends coming in the show with me, hanging out, and I can't wait for you to check out this conversation. They are coming in uh, all the way from North Carolina, and they are with Smart Choice, one of my sponsors, and I'm so glad that they're here. Uh, they have done so many cool things for you guys, the citizens, and the guys that have contacted Smart Choice through Insurance Town. They are thrilled about that. I am thrilled about that. It's fantastic. I'm having a tough time talking today, so... Uh, luckily I'm recording this after the conversation that we had because it'd be trouble if I was. Before we get into it, I won't give a huge long read about Smart Choice. Just go to smartchoiceagents.com. You're about to hear a whole episode uh, from them, and you'll hear a little content at the end uh, specifically about Smart Choice. Uh, guys, I do want to talk to you about my friends at Canopy Connect, your one-click solution to getting those deck pages you need to quote your prospect. Guys, uh, they are a game-changer for your agency, for your client experience, for your prospects, for all the above, for your referral partners, one click, uh, you can get all of their deck pages, loss runs, driver's lists, uh, everything that you need on those deck pages to quote your prospects. Unbelievable. Uh, go to usecanopy.com backslash Heath and check it out. You'll get a discount and you can book a demo. Usecanopy.com. Backslash Heath. Guys, also my good friends over at Old School Marketing. That's right. Old School Marketing. Um, they are making old school marketing cool again. And the direct mail that you've always heard about, they're making it way better and way more effective and get an open rate that's out of this world by using handwritten notes, handwritten envelopes, looks like grandma sent a card or a postcard. It's going to get a guaranteed better open rate. Go check out O-L-D-E schoolmarketing.com. And wait, there's more. <laughs> you um, use code town 10 and get a 10% discount. Just for listening to the show, please, if nothing else, reach out and check it out, oldeschoolmarketing.com. Grab a demo, talk to somebody about it, ask for Rusty. They do a great job. So, guys, uh, I want to get into the show right now. I would love for you to sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with the executives at Smart Choice. What is going on, Carol and Ashley? How are y'all? <laughs> doing well, doing well. You're doing great. Thanks for having us, Heath. Yeah. Good. I got two guests today, so uh, I'm excited about it. So the audience that's here in two voices with me, that's uh, different for them. So I don't normally do two guests, so I'm excited about it. So maybe y'all can uh, make me look good. So we'll see. Y'all uh, y'all doing all right today? Yep. Good. Yeah. Doing, good. doing great. Working through uh, the hard market, and that's yeah. uh, been providing uh, many challenges, uh, you know, for the industry, for carriers, network aggregators, agents, uh, nobody's unaffected uh, for sure. So trying to navigate that. Yeah. yeah. And you guys are in a unique spot. You work with agents and carriers. We bring value to both. And this is where networks get to step up and shine and really helping agents really succeed in a hard market. And you can. That's how you know networks actually came to be once upon a time. Hard market, 
that drives a lot of challenges, but it also helps us all get better, better solutions. So it's all good. Yeah, when you know, I talk to agents every day as well, and you know, sometimes to carriers too, and I, I get a lot of questions of like, how long do you think this cycle will last? Or, you know, is it truly the longest, you know, going to be the longest cycle you've ever seen? And why are we having this hard market? And what is going on? And so we're getting those all the time, Heath. And uh, I think originally everybody was uh, hoping to see the turn sometime in 2023. Uh, but in talking to a lot of our insurance partners out there and carrier partners, we're all thinking it's probably going to be middle uh, to end of 2024 uh, for this hard market cycle to make the turn. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me the fourth quarter of 2024, but yeah, it's just going to be a long cycle. But what do you think, Carol? Yeah, I, I think it is going to be a long cycle. And I think first, you know, you have the hard market on both, you know, the auto and the property side at the same time. You, you know, I, a lot of us have seen, oh, well, auto is, you know, in trouble. Everyone's riding home or vice versa. Now it's, it's both at the same time. So large part, you know, coming out of the, the pandemic, we all know, you know, supply chain, uh, supply chain issues and things of that nature. But with the, the increase in inflation and labor costs and then the goods just put so much pressure on it on the, the auto side, trying to get everything there. And then on the property side, already in 2023, it, I mean, this is on pace to be one of the largest cat years. And so the property side is is really just taking a beating from, you know, wildfires, convective storms, you know, hurricanes. Also, then you have to repair it all. So you just continue to drive all these costs up on both sides. And, and I think that's why we're seeing so much pressure on the personal line side of the on the market. And I agree with Ash. We're talking, I, I think auto, just because there's six month policies will, you know, if, if carriers continue to get rate, um, that will, you know, be probably the first to turn the corner, but 24 going into 25, because those property rates is the property market's just really, really taking um taking on a lot of, of cost um at this point. So yeah, to, to add to that, he, for, from Carol's point of view, you know, and talking to a lot of our carrier partners, just the cost of claims alone have gone up 20, 30 percent with a lot of them. It's taking a lot longer to get claims settled, to get a car yeah. through a car shop fixed and returned. Uh, it, it's just unprecedented. It's just something that, that we haven't seen in uh, many of us have uh, been in the insurance business for about 20 years. I've never seen it in my career in uh, many and many people I work with that are 30, 40 year insurance veterans have not seen a market like this. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to, You know, a lot of people bang on carriers during this time and they want to say, oh, the carriers suck. They pay slow or they pay this. I, and to your point, I think it goes back to so I don't want to bang on mechanics and, you know, you know, people that work on houses and construction workers and whatnot, but a lot of times just the way things are, you know, the, you know, for example, with, you know, building costs or with labor and materials and when it, all those things. And then, you know, auto mechanic shops want to get backed up. And then like Little Rock, Arkansas, earlier this year, we had the biggest tornado we've ever had ripped through Little Rock and just destroyed, you know, so many homes and you still drive through Little Rock. It looks like a war zone. It looks like a third world country. As you drive through, there's blue tarps everywhere and there's, 
you know, people that still don't have homes. You know, my former CSR, when I worked in an agency, she still doesn't have a home yet, you know, and it's been March. You know, she's living in a hotel right now and waiting on her house. She's like, oh, hopefully it'll be done by Thanksgiving. And now she's like, hopefully it's done by Christmas. Yeah. And I'm like, sis, it may not be January, February, maybe Valentine's Day before you get home. And it's just, it's tough, but people want to bang on carriers in that time. And so, you know, you guys see a lot of that too. And so I think you could probably help me out on that and help our carrier friends out. Yeah, I, I was going to say that, again, the carriers, they're, they're in a tough spot. I mean, they are working as hard as they can. They, you know, trying to get the, through the, the, through the claims process, but you can only build as fast as you can get the labor and the materials to do yeah. it. And I, I you know, it, again, the storms that have gone through the first part of this year and what we had last year, last year was such a huge cat year. I mean, and what we've already seen and really the, the fall is still, we haven't even seen the rest of the, the year play out. So I, I firmly believe that you're going to continue to see that pressure. And, you know, in, in the carrier's defense, I mean, the costs have just skyrocketed. So they're getting pressure. Also, reinsurance costs are going up for them. Yeah. So they're getting, oh, you yeah. know, squeezed from their reinsurance costs going up, the cost of obviously the, the claims themselves. And, you know, it, it really is hard on them and the insured. And we're all insured, right? We've seen our costs go up. Yeah, and for sure. I think that's really where, you know, agents' value comes in is really trying to help their, their customers. What can you do? Um, obviously, we, we can't control the weather, but there are some things that, that they can help counsel people on on how to, you know, uh, you know, find some some discounts and relief. Because there's there's things out there that the agents can do to help um, help manage these, you know, costs. There's a lot of different things out there, um, and it's really about educating the consumer. Uh, I think a lot on both the the property side and the auto side and things that they can do. Yeah, and I think another part of the oh, actually, go ahead. You're about to say something. Yeah, no, I was just going to agree. There are numerous numerous variables outside of the carrier's control in this process. Like you were just talking, Heath, and whether it is cost of uh, labor, cost of supplies, the uh, supply chain issues, just to get the material or the parts in to actually fix. Uh, and, and and complete the claim. There are just a lot of things that are outside of them. So uh, for Smart Choice being the fastest growing network in the country and having almost 10,000 partners across the country, we are partnered in with both carriers and independent agents. And so we're trying uh, to be a partner to both sides, trying to be supportive uh, of our carriers and of our carriers initiatives through this market as well as trying to, like Carol mentioned, educate and work with our agents to help educate customers on the hard market. And from a from a network side, try to provide as much market access, try to help our agents diversify into the commercial space, uh, try to help them look into our uh, three verticals, really our commercial lines and our express markets vertical and help them look into specialty markets, niche markets, and ENS. As, as we know, more and more uh, businesses moving into that ENS side. Yeah. yeah. And I think another thing is like, for me anyway, I think about, you know, if the money's not there, it's just not there. You know, I tell my kids all the time, my kids got a 16th birthday coming up and I was talking to him. He was like, I want a car and I want to go to Hawaii for this. And I, look, I was like, bro, we all would, but the money's yeah. just not there, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, 
you know, we, we've got to fix the garage door. We've got to fix a fence. It's got this going on. I've got to buy this. I got this going on. We got, you know, your siblings want stuff. It's like the money's just not there, bro. I'd love to take you to Hawaii and get you a new car and do all these things. You're 16, but it's just not going to happen. And so these people are like, Oh, I want the rates to go down. If reinsurance in there, if this isn't there, that's just not going to happen. And I think if we can get a little patience and understand, I know it sucks. You know, I'm a homeowner too. And I got yep. my auto insurance run up and, you know, uh, and people like my son is like, oh, you work for an insurance. Don't you get free insurance? Like, no, bro. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, you know? It does not work that way. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah. It would be very nice. <laughs> but, but it does not work that way. And, and unfortunately, you're right, Heath. You know, uh, the, the, the rates are going up countrywide. We're, we are seeing that. We're seeing that for, for all carriers. We're seeing every carrier have to react in this market space and take the actions they needed you know, for the long-term sustainability, you know, for the market. And I just realized, I mean, we we came in super hot here and I, I love it, but, you know, I, I want to introduce you guys to the audience as they've heard you talk for now 10, 12 minutes, but uh, let's go ladies first. Carol, I want you to take me back as far as you want to. I don't know, diapers might be a little weird, but let's go back as far <laughs> as you want to. And let's yeah. lead up to now where you're at your career. Talk to me a little bit about where you are and introduce yourself to the audience. Well, uh, well, thank you. Uh, so, uh, as he said, Carol Drake. Uh, so, I've been with Smart Choice for six years now, um, and I joined the company as VP Corporate Strategy. And um, my my main role is actually partnering and teaming up with our carrier partners, our local territory managers and state directors, um, all about focusing on profit management. And that that obviously is growing profitable. It's, it's the hot button of today, what we're talking about. Um, so it has always been um, at the cornerstone of what the organization does because a network, we bring value to the carriers and we bring value to the agents. That's why we're necessary. So um, that's what I do uh, uh, every day uh, for the last six years. Prior to that though, I um, was with Grand Insurance out of Columbus, Ohio for 15 years, sales and marketing. Uh, the last four of those 15, I actually spent um, managing the agency network distribution on behalf of the company. And my role there was profitable uh, growth from all the agency network partners. So a perfect segue into smart choice. But uh, and this is going to age uh, and date myself. So how I started mm -hmm. the industry actually was uh, I, I actually was on the life side for 10 years. And the only reason I mentioned it is I was I was a a huge beneficiary of an agency uh, development program. So I was able to move around the company and really develop like a very broad view of the insurance, you know, uh, industry and how things work. So it's really helped me throughout my career. And uh, I know by looking at you, Heath, you're adding up all those years. Don't do it. Um, I've been in the industry <laughs> over 20. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so I do have a, a, a wide range of uh, perspective when it comes to what we're seeing in the marketplace today. Bro, it's not fair. She says 20 years in the industry and she looks like she's 25. <laughs> you know, Ashley and I are putting yes. 20 plus years in and we look like we're 60. You, know. uh, you do look great, Karen. Oh, well, that's what you. I'm saying. Yeah. Camera right. has a way of blurring all those bad lines, right? Right. <laughs> that's hilarious. The old Zoom filters and turn those up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, when we uh, talk about you a little bit, tell me, uh, go back as far as you want to and lead me up to now. Yeah, so Heath, I've um, been at Smart Choice getting ready to uh, be almost 20 years. So very fortunate to be at Smart Choice for 20 years. 
And how I got into the insurance space was my dad is a State Farm agent, still an active State Farm agent. And as many people know and listening to your show know, uh, upon his death or retirement, uh, that business will go back to State Farm. Uh, they do not allow uh, their business to be perpetuated down to sons and daughters uh, of that yeah. agency. So I was looking for an opportunity to start an independent agency after I graduated from uh, North Carolina State University. After playing four years of college football with them, I got in a car wreck uh, wow. and that ended my football career. And like many uh, athletes, not thinking uh, past our nose, only thinking about the sport we played, I looked at what am I going to do next? And so I looked at the insurance business and found an article about smart choice. I found an article about our owner, Doug Witcher. He had spoke to a group of state farm agents in Texas about how they could help their sons and daughters start an independent agency. And so I had reached out to Doug and uh, drove down to High Point, North Carolina from Raleigh, North Carolina. And about three hours later, I left uh, as an employee of Smart Choice. So I was 23 at the time and didn't know anything about the insurance business. And so I was, how I started was in the field as a field manager for uh, the North Carolina team. So I was working with independent agents in North Carolina, our carrier partners in North Carolina, uh, continued to grow and develop into running a region with West Virginia and Virginia. And then ultimately came to the corporate side and am now the senior vice president of Personalines. So it's been a little rocky uh, being in this position with the challenges the Personaline industry has faced. But we're continuing, like we said earlier, to work with our carrier partners and our agency partners and our smart choice state directors and territory managers across our 45 state footprint every day uh, to work through the market. Okay, cool. I appreciate both of you telling your stories, and there's a lot I want to unpack in some of that. But you know, I uh, I will say going back to you your conversation a second ago about the uh, the captives, you know, with with State Farm. I don't know if you just heard this recently or not, but I just ran across an article that uh, farmers is pulling out of the state of Florida altogether, which is going to leave a lot of insurance agents you know, out there with, you know, nowhere to go homeless, so to speak, or, you know, tough, you know, trying to figure out a place to put all those clients. And so, and again, it's happening all over the country, but it seems like Florida is the one that's getting banged on the most. And they've got a lot of carriers pulling out, a lot going on. And so, uh, and I'm sure you'll get a lot of phone calls, you know, after that happens. And it'll be a lot of things that, you know, you guys be able to help them with. But uh, I found that interesting in, in that whole captive model, Again, not saying anything bad about it because your dad's made a good career out of doing that. And my, you know, my dad's been a part of that in, in the past as well. But uh, what kind of, you know, advice could you give to people like entering that situation? They're leaving a captive and going into an independent. What, what does that look like? We can start with either one of you. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump out there. I mean, I, I think uh, anyone leaving the captive environment uh, is going to be looking for essentially a guide. Uh, to navigate the independent agent world. It, it's very foreign to them. And I think that's where Smart Choice excels, uh, not only with our corporate team, but our individual state directors and managers across the country, that we can help them come in. We can provide market access. 
We can provide other things like E&O, comparative raters, management systems, things that were already provided for them by that captive carrier. Yeah. They they maybe didn't have to purchase that, you know, and go find that on their own when they were working for a captive uh, insurance carrier. And so coming into the IA space, I think partnering with someone like Smart Choice is an absolute pivotal decision for them to make uh, so they can make that transition because it's a lot more than just getting access to a couple of carriers. And I think our our captive agent partners that have left and joined Smart Choice uh, would agree with that. Yeah, and Carol, from a, a profitability standpoint, being that's been your calling card for several years now, how can Smart Choice truly help? Because people don't think about that. They think, oh, you have to take a commission hit. But there's so many other things that go into that to help from a profitability standpoint. Well, and that's absolutely true. And it kind of like works together. So as, as Ash uh, said, you know, it's more than just getting market access. I, I would say to actually be a successful agent today, you have to have market access because you're, you're going to have a whole broad spectrum of clients and, and needs. And you have to make sure you understand what each of those carriers want in terms of, you know, their new business, their customer profile. And you, you have to build those relationships. You have to understand what what is your loss ratio? What's your retention ratio? Those things are going to drive your profitability um, with you know within your own agency as well as with the carrier. And, and it's all about that partnership. And at the end of the day, if you do a really good job listening to your customer and in selling the value of what they're purchasing, you will get them in the right company because you're going to know that. And I think that's why it becomes to your point. And I thought Ash made a great point. It's overwhelming. And that's why they need some of our territory managers and state directors. They're local. So they know the local market and they can help them, yeah. you know, say, okay, you need access to all of these carriers. And through a network, you don't, you, you know, your production uh, commitment is so much lower, but it gives you that ability. Whoever's coming in, you know, in your door, who's calling you, you know, you're doing all your, your marketing online you'll be able to offer them something and you need to be successful out of the gate. You just, you just can't put them all in with one carrier. It's not sustainable. And I think the other big message that I think we would give to any agent leaving a captain situation, diversify, personal to commercial. You have to have balance. If you, if you build that balance out of the gate and when you're thinking about that, when you're hiring your staff and the, you know, if you're mostly personalized, you need to hire commercial. You, you just need to continue to think of diversification because it's about diversification in all of our investment portfolios that we have personally, and it's diversification in your business. Make sure that you have carrier access as well as personal commercial and that ENS, what we call express markets, because you're going to need all of it. Um, you may not know it, but you're going to need it. And you need someone to help you right. figure that out. No, you're exactly. I like that you mentioned, you know, Ashley, and both of you have talked about being a guide through this. And I, I've seen, and we've all seen over the last three or four years, and if a lot of people that listen to this show have a good segment that are, are green coming right out, or they're leaving a captive. But we've seen a big trend in this. I just mentioned farmers. We've seen it happen with Nationwide a few years ago. We've seen it happen over the years with other carriers. Even a lot of these insured tech carriers have come out with DTC at first, direct yeah. to consumer. And then now they're like, Oh wait, we need agents. You know, what, yeah. what do you know? They can actually help us. And you know, I, I think some of those listening right now, like, 
you know, should I make that jump? What's the, you know, the biggest highlights of making it? Why should I make that jump? I think y'all laid out some good points and, you know, if there's anything else that you could add to that conversation. And maybe if you wanted to take a stand on, like, maybe you think why that's happening. Why are we seeing this big shift to the IA channel? Yeah, I think Carol, I think Carol already hit it. I think it's a diversification yeah. uh, play. And I think it's because we know each customer has specific needs and uh, we're all different and everybody fits into different markets uh, for the best insurance solution for them or them and their family. And so I don't think one company can write it all. Uh, we know uh, on the IA space, one company doesn't want to write it all. Uh, that's why they like to have other uh, carriers taking business as well. And so I think uh, Carol hit, hit it right on the head. It's not sustainable. Um, and so the diversification play is huge. And I think that's where Smart Choice does come in. You know, we have platforms to help personal lines agents make that commercial jump, learn the commercial line space. We have a whole vertical that's surrounded around specialty niche markets and ENS. So it's not just a personal lines play. And I think that's where we really come in. And I think that's why we've helped a lot of captives and their families make that transition. Mm -hmm. Yep. Anything you want to add to that, Carol? No, I I, I think it adds to the, you know, the you know, nail on the head. I, I think a lot of the reason that, you know, the carriers are, are doing that to your point, it's, it's all about managing expenses, right? So as they can determine that, you know, if it works for them for their expense structure, great. If not, that's why they make the the change and the shift. And um, I think that's why we continue to see the IA channel put on more new agents and, and kind of remain relatively stable. And, and we've seen a lot of agencies being purchased, but still the numbers are remaining stable even through all those purchases because of the fact that I think companies are seeing that an independent agent can really help them in a lot of ways because then they can really match their pricing to the to the customer profile and then everybody is you know, at the end of the day, in a, in a better position from the customer to the agent to the carrier. Um, and that's how it really has to work. It can't, if anything's out of balance, it, nothing works, right? And we all know that. And that's where, where you have to understand what value are you bringing? And the value that, you know, smart choice and, you know, brings is that insight because we, we've been in this space for so many years. Um, and, you know, we continue to, add to our team and diversification. And I mean, in Asha, I know you'll know the, the history even better than, than I do, but once upon a time, Smart Choice was almost all personalized. And now we have made a strategic decision, of, what was it, about seven, eight years ago to really shift yes. and push ourselves to expand into commercial and ENS. And that's paid big dividends, not just for us, but it's paid the dividends for the agents and our carriers in this hard market because if if they need to have like in their you know trying to manage their business profitability we have a home for the the business that you know they no longer have an appetite for so they can come to us and we can be that solution for the carrier take some of that pressure off and we're the solution for the agent so they have a place to put it so that that i think really you know in looking in hindsight with a great strategic decision and we're seeing the benefits of it. That's why I think Ash and I are so passionate about telling agents today, diversify yourself um, and we can help you do that. And it, you can make it through a hard market. You can actually thrive and come out better on the other side 
because this isn't going to last forever thank goodness right Right. So you'll you'll be on the other side and you'll be in such you know a much more competitive place um as an independent business person um by taking some of these steps that that we've already you know done with so many agents and it's good just to have someone to talk to right who who's figured this out i mean we all don't need to well, reinvent the wheel yeah you bring up some great points right there and i don't want to forget it because of my squirrel brain i'll i'll forget but you brought up a couple of things. When you talk about diversification and and Ashley brought it up within marketing, I've talked about that, but you brought up a good point in your book of business. And I think, especially if you think about, even in the in your book of business currently right now, agents that are listening and you got, you know, predominantly personalized book and you look at that book, I guarantee you half of your, especially nowadays, half of your book of business probably has a small business or a side hustle or their husband or wife owns a something or other, a plumbing business or a makeup business or a whatever, there's something out there. And if you guys be able to cross sell that in a hard market, you're going to be able to help them a tremendous amount and keep their home and auto in your, in your office because they're not leaving you for some commercial agent. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, it's about thinking bigger. I mean, no more of it, you know, when you're thinking about retaining your customers, it's, well, I multi-policy. No, you got to think bigger than that. Like yeah. I will say that just even on the auto side, one thing I would encourage agents, we all think, oh, no one wants to have telematics. Well, you know what? If you can give someone a discount, you know, of, you know, a, whatever that happens to be, you know, three, yeah. five, 10%, and their rates are going up and you're giving them a solution and, it's in, and they find out, hey, I can, it makes me drive better or, you know, helps, you know, make my, my daughter or son a better driver. That's a really actually a good outcome. I mean, I think you have to think at the policy level, at the your business level, how are you going to really challenge yourself to think differently? How are you using technology different? You, you know, those are the kind of things where having our boots on the ground um, and asking them, them those questions, coming to our state meetings, that's where a lot of that stuff gets discussed. And I think those kind of forums are hugely beneficial. Um, so that agents can continue to push themselves um, to, yeah. you know, to be better. And I love that you bring up the state meetings and bring up that because I, I wanted to get into that at some point and, and maybe Ashley could talk to this a little bit because you've been there a while in this space, but and you've gone to a lot of these meetings. Hey there, savvy insurance agents. We know you've mastered the art of navigating the treacherous waters of the hard market, just like you guide your clients through the complex policies and insurance-related things that go along with that. But what if we told you there was a solution just as smooth as a hard market and refreshing as lower-risk profile? Introducing Manscaped. Just like you, they understand the challenges of managing and keeping costs down. Your precision-engineered tools are designed to tame the wildest of hairs, just like you tame those soaring premiums and upset clients. <laughs> and uh, the, this copy is funny. The lawnmower trimmer, it glides through unruly hair as well as a crafted, as a well-crafted policy navigating tricky coverage. Told you, I couldn't read very well today. But that's not all. The crop preserver is ultimate risk mitigator. Just like you lower the risk of coverage gaps, the Crop Preserver keeps you chafe-free, comfortable, and confident all day long. And speaking of cost savings, our perfect package also includes the Crop Reviver Cologne, 
finishing touch that ensures you smell like success without breaking the bank. And you also get 20% off plus free shipping for going to manscaped.com and putting in the code MAYOR. That's M-A-Y-O-R, 20% off plus free shipping. Also, my good friends over at CoverDesk, Andy Priestman and his team have done a phenomenal job for several years now. But uh, with my insurance town citizens, they've done a, a great job as well. All of you that have hooked up with a VA through CoverDesk have called me just raving. And uh, I, I love you for that. They love you for that. And they just love helping you. Andy trains uh, these virtual citizens in our space. They become a part of your team. They become a part of your culture, and they do a great job. So if you're looking for some hiring, looking for some help, looking for some uh, automated processes or some um, anything out there, man, whether it's uh, shopping a whole bunch, you've got a group effort, or if you need one-on-one or an individual, go to CoverDesk.com. Check it out. Tell them the mayor sent you. Guys, let's get back to the show. And I could say it's my show, but y'all have some pretty badass territory managers um, that really care. Like I've known you know, the, the lady in Arkansas for my my entire career, and she's Mama Kim. Like the people in Arkansas, they love her, and they call her for advice, whether it's about life, raising kids, or insurance. And I think you've got that across the entire state uh, or the entire country, I should say. And I've gotten a chance to meet a good portion of your territory managers through the years and they all care and they all want to get involved and they all put their finger on the pulse and know what's going on in the industry. And they talk to their, um, their carrier reps and they talk to the even high ups in the, in the carrier level. And it's pretty cool to see that, and you know, just to let people know it's not just a play to get markets. I mean, you guys really build relationships, Ashley. Am I right? Absolutely, Heath, and, and spot on. Uh, we we love we love Kim Carney, great state director Dude, in Arkansas. Unbelievable, as you mentioned, and we have many other great state directors and territory managers across the country. And, and you are right when you're thinking about joining, you know, a network. After you you talk about market access, what are you getting? You're getting a community. You're getting a community from the Smart Choice Corporate Home Office. You're getting it from our state directors and independent agents, you are getting it from other agents in the business when you go to these state meetings that we're hosting throughout the country. And you're right, you used to say something, Heath, uh, uh, community over competition. And so that community forms in those meetings and in carrier lunch and learns and Zooms and all the different avenues that smart choice agents have to access different forms of community to learn uh, is key. Uh, but you are right. Our people truly care. Uh, our carrier partners care. And they're all working really and want to try to get to that common goal. Yeah. And I, you know, again, I'm really involved in, in the PIA and big I at different levels. And I talk to a lot of these yeah. reps and a lot of them will say, my favorite thing is working with the smart choice team and getting to work with the TMs and work with the agents and, they mentioned, you know, by name, you know, smart choice, they're just different and they have that community. And I think a lot of people just like, oh, I'll call a, a network to get access to carriers. I think, it, like you guys said, it goes so much deeper than that. And on the show, if you go back 15 or 20 episodes and go back to the conversation I had with, with Oliver and, and some of the people there in the commercial and in the express markets, 
you know, he, he talked about that there and they want to help people write business and not yes. just give you access, but like, yeah. you need to call up Oliver, call up somebody there and just be like, Hey, can you help me write this? I mean, they're going to do everything they can to help you, to give you advice, to help you find the right place. And again, they could just be like, Oh, just call your carrier rep. But no, you guys are going to actually roll up your sleeves and get to work. And y'all love doing that. Like Oliver, like beamed ear to ear and be like, that's my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. And, and Carol, you're laughing because you know I'm right. Yeah, it's true. It's- and, and again, I go back to, you know, the badasses on your team. And, and Oliver, like, and, and again, I use his name. I could talk about, I could plug in any name, TM, or any name employee there. But you guys really do shine and, and get excited about helping people write business. And I think that's cool. And I, another reason why I love doing ad reads for you guys, because it's the truth. And I always say on my ad reads that, it's not just about carrier access. Yeah, you can go there and get one to 10 to 100 markets, but they want to help you to be a better insurance professional. And again, I see you guys smiling about it because it's so true. And not only that, but, and I, you might get mad at me, Ashley, for saying this, but if you get to know Ashley or Oliver or any of these people, y'all are regular humans too. Just like to have a good time, goofballs, fun people, <laughs> want to build relationships. And probably some of the best people to have a beer with and talk life well, a type talk life with. <laughs> yeah, we're we're real people, and uh, we you hit the nail on the head. Relationships key, and uh, at Smart Choice, we ha- we have two key relationships: our independent agent partners and our carrier partners, like we're talking about. And that's what that's who we serve. Uh, that's what we're here to do. And you are right. You know, when you talk about how Oliver and that whole commercial team, it's helped hundreds if not thousands of independent agents across the country that maybe had a little bit more of a personalized focus do some shifting and like carol was talking earlier just help diversify in the agency in their portfolio and you mentioned david wilson same thing with our express markets vertical with our specialty niches and ens and what what it's made is our independent agent partners across the country are more well-rounded and gives them the best fighting chance to survive a hard cycle like we're in on the first line side right now. Yeah. And we're talking, you know, different verticals, as you mentioned with express markets or commercial, y'all introduced me uh, to some some good trucking people in the the trucking markets. And y'all have introduced me to some people that even in the cannabis market. So whether you're doing, you know, smoking pot and selling insurance or you're driving a truck and selling insurance or, you know, work on those verticals. I mean, you guys are really wanting to help in, in all kinds of verticals there. I think that's super cool. And again, being that guide. And so I'd love to just uh, spend a few minutes talking about, because again, we had a great conversation prior to, to hitting record about guiding people through that hard market and helping people get through some of that. And I, I've probably mentioned this before to you guys, but just while I'm hitting record, I've had multiple conversations this week alone and here it is what Thursday, but I've already had several conversations about agents that are like, I love the hard market. You know, I hear a lot of like countrywide, we hear a lot of the the complaining about hard market sucks, hard market sucks. But there are the the agents that say, I love it because one, it's, you know, a, a hit to my bottom line and I'm making more money or the top line for that matter. But another is like, you know, we're positioned in a good place if you know what you're doing. And if you know how to navigate through that. And so, you know, I'll start with you, Carol, as profitability and then get to Ashley on that. What are some of those things? What are some advice? What are some reasons why some of my friends that aren't crazy would say, I love a hard market? 
And I, and I think you hear that from the agents that are, tend to be a little bit more consultative in their selling than selling on price. Yes. So, Amen. yeah. So those consultative agents, you know, everyone's, you know, struggling with a lot of different things, how to manage the risk. Am I insured for the right amount? Because now everything costs so much more to replace. So a consultative agent, you know, can go in and really add that value and they go in and they're, they're taking everything. So it's, it's the small commercial, it's all the personalized business, all of it. And they're wrapping it up and they're really putting that whole solution in a bow on it. And I think that's why they, they think it's the best market ever because agents who only sell on price, lose their customers on price. Consultative agents then take, bring value. They help their clients save money, but they sell them the right stuff so they can sleep at night and feel good about it. Um, and that's the whole point of it, right? Because insurance is is just that. It's just to help you recover from when bad things happen. But, it, you know, as, as the saying goes, what, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. If you get someone to help you through that, you feel so much better and you feel prepared um, when you've got all this stress on your life from all the inflation and every other part of our life. So, Consultative agents, that's why consultative agents understand their carrier appetites. They understand their numbers. They understand what the carrier's like true strengths are when it comes to coverages and claims. Those are the agents that really do well. Those are the ones that love this market because they do the best. Um, that's what we try to do. The reason, as we talked about, we have state meetings is so that we can, you know, we bring in our agents and we talk about what are those best practices? What kind of support and tools are available to them? Not from just smart choice, but from our carrier partners, because sometimes our carriers will put on special training um, just, just yeah. for our agents. We did a whole series actually with one of our carrier partners, um, all about small commercial. And it was a wonderful series that I think, you know, was extremely helpful for a lot of people, but it's that kind of, you know, community, as we said, that's what is going to make you be successful in the long run. Ashley, did you leave any meat on the bone for you? You got anything else? Not, to not much, but I do agree with Carol about the consultative <laughs> selling approach. And no, it was a great response. And and talking, you mentioned Kim Carney. I was at her Arkansas State Director meeting uh, just uh, I would say a month and a half ago, maybe. And and, and not only her talking about the hard market. But several agents talked about how they're navigating it, how they're explaining the hard market to their customers. So educating their customers. And to your point, Heath, uh, they talked about it. You know, the, the rate is going up. So my commissions are going up. You know, so to your point, uh, at the end of this, they can be making more money. So it's an opportunity. Um, so when somebody says they love it, I can understand that side of it. Although there is some pain, there's always opportunity, as Carol was talking about. You know, as we mentioned earlier, it's not it's it's countrywide. It's not just happening to, you know, you as agency owner. If you're listening to this, you know, if you're feeling these pains, your competition is too. And so even if your clients do try to shop you, they're not going to be able to go anywhere for much cheaper. So again, Correct. thinking about a hard market, I would say you know, position yourself as you've already got the business. You're the incumbent yeah. already position the relationship, position yourself as the expert. Again, go back to consult consultative approach. That's a hard word, consultative approach, <laughs> but go through it. And, and I think take some of this advice you've heard from Ashley and Carol, but uh, you know, again, Carol selfishly took all the meat off the bone, but you know, I think, 
No, I love it. Uh, and so, and that's why I have you on here because I think you're, you guys are such pros at this, but there's so much to uh, take advantage of in a hard market. Yeah. And so go ahead. You're about to say. No, I absolutely agree. There's a lot of opportunity. And I think it, the agents that are seizing that opportunity, you know, will come out on top. Yeah, I completely agree. And again, I think, you know, there's, again, I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of green agents that are listening to this, a lot of startups, um, a lot of uh, people leaving a captive. Uh, and somebody might ask, and, I, and I'll ask this question to both of you. Uh, I'll start with you, Ashley, since Carol, Carol stole your thunder last time. But <laughs> if someone were to come to you, Ashley, and say, you know, but this is probably a terrible time to start an agency because it is a hard market. Would you agree or disagree with that statement and, and why? Yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily agree uh, with that. I would say there are challenges, but there are also opportunities. Uh, you know, I would talk about the commercial line space. I would talk about, you know, all the opportunity we have in our express market space uh, with our ENS and specialty niche markets. I would talk about our InsureTech partners as well. There you you go. Know, we've got some InsureTech partners that have been able to help uh, somewhat of the diversification in the purse line side of the house as well. Uh, so I wouldn't agree with that. I, I would I would not uh, lie to them. I would let them know there are challenges. Uh, I do think I would take the opportunity to Carol's point is to talk about consultative sales approach versus just on price all the time. And I know price is a part of it. I, I am a real person, like you said, uh, price is a part of it but a consultative approach about what insurance is and why you are buying it and why it might cost a little more, more money to actually protect you. A lot of customers will, will, will buy that. And so, uh, no, I would not, I would not agree with them. Like it's a horrible time. Don't do it. I think there's still a lot of opportunity in our industry and a lot of opportunity to partner with someone like, you know, smart choice to start an agency. Now follow up to that before I let Carol steal the show again. Would you say, would you advise someone in any certain direction to say, I would start off in commercial, start off in personal, or I would start off in this vertical? Or would you give any advice in that area? Or would you suggest someone be a generalist? Or what would you say to that point? Again, using a lot of the things we've talked about today. So my answer would be, I think you need to diversify. I think you should do, uh, uh, you say a generalist, I think you should attempt to try to be able to write personal lines, commercial, the specialty niche, and ENS markets as you start. Now, as you grow, you may hire producers that specialize in personal lines or commercial lines. As Carol mentioned earlier, this personal lines hard market will not last forever. Uh, carriers will want to grow again. Uh, sooner than later, we hope, uh, but for sure it will come back and there will be opportunity in the personal line space again at an aggressive growth rate. There's still opportunity now. There's still carriers out there riding. Uh, there are challenges in it. It's not it's not as easy as it was before or as open as I would say. Uh, but no, I would tell any agent diversification, make sure you're writing personal, commercial, open to specialty markets, coastal, ENS. I would push all of that diversification to make a well-rounded agency. Carol, do we leave anything for you? No, I think Ash nailed it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think one thing, <laughs> yeah, as we start to, to wrap up a little bit, it's already flown by here, but 
I did want to get a little bit of something that I think is crucial from uh, a profitability standpoint. And I think people sometimes sleep on this a little bit is, you know, I had somebody asked me yesterday, brand new agency uh, or brand new to insurance asking me, you know, just about how it works and why people think it's the greatest industry ever. And I, I immediately go to contingency. Yeah, commissions are great. Yeah, retention's great. But when you can get those 25, 35, 45, $100,000 checks just for being a good client and for writing profitable business, that's huge. And you guys come in, uh, you guys come in and help them from day one, you know, to, to get there much quicker. And I think people sleep on that from the a uh, network perspective, like, oh, I'll never get there. But like you said earlier, you lower their premium threshold, volume commitments, but then you share that. Could you explain that a little bit, how that works? Like, it's not just based, if I'm saying this right, now correct me if I'm wrong and I'll edit it out because I don't want to sound like an idiot, but you spread that risk out over multiple agencies. Am I right? It's not just your loss ratio in your book, but it's spread out, correct? That is correct. So, uh, Carol, do you want to take that one? Well, I, I was just going to say that is that we work with all the different carrier partners. And what we try to do um, in most cases is we try to actually um, have our profitability looked at on a state-by-state -state basis because right. at most we would love to spread that risk um, to your point, And we don't want it necessarily for one state to be impacted negatively by another. Um, ultimately, the carriers, you know, are going to have whatever program they have. Some of them are national deals, um, which are wonderful. And some end up, you know, um, being state deals, but we're constantly trying to find ways to make sure everyone's goals are aligned, right? The carriers want to be profitable. We want our agents to be profitable, you know, and sharing in that at a lower level, I think, I think helps agents be aligned with learning those good profiles faster. Um, I think they, they understand then partnering with us helps them get to profit sharing sooner than they, what they could normally. Um, and with more carriers. Again, yeah, I do. I'd even argue that can be a revenue diversification play. Um, so if once you hit our leadership level um, and you have $100,000 with a carrier, that state qualifies, you qualify for your pro rata share. So, you you know, you can hit a couple different $100,000 levels with a couple carriers. That's revenue diversification. Absolutely. Um, then so, you can afford more tech, more staff, more employees, yes. more this, more yeah. that. And I think people that talk about, you know, networks and, and again, I'll say this, knowing you're my sponsor and whatever, but people that do say things about a commission split with a network and talk about that. I love that model as opposed to a fee model, because you guys do get in the boat and row with them. Like if they win, you win. If you win, they win. If they're getting contingency checks, they're happy. They're going to write more business. If they're writing more business to get more commissions, you guys win. I just think the way you guys have it set up, it's a win-win for everybody. And those that bang on networks, you've heard me for four years on this show, fight back on that because not because you pay me to, but because I truly believe in networks and I truly believe in what you guys do and the way you set it up. And on top of that, you know, people think, oh, I got to get 10%, but I know many of markets that give more. So you give more. And so yeah. there's some of those markets, you might get 12, you might get 13, you might get 10 and a half, whatever it might be. I just think there's it's not black and white with smart choice. And I think that's super dope. I love that. Yeah, we're always trying to negotiate the highest compensation deals out yeah. for our agency partners. So quite often we can get a higher compensation than a street level. Uh, so joining smart choice may make sense uh, from that perspective. 
you you are right. You know, you talked about uh, on on the contingency part. You know, it's it's my book of business joining the whole state of, let's say, Arkansas or North yeah. Carolina. And so if I have 300000 with a partner, but in total, the state level book is $10 million, then I'm yeah. getting a piece of a pro rata share on $10 million versus on 300000 And as Carol mentioned, we offer a lower threshold to enter into contingency uh, and profit share. And, and the biggest thing you said, Heath, I said it all the time when I was in the field, signing on hundreds of agents in North Carolina and Virginia and West Virginia was we do not make any money until we provide you a market and you start writing business. So you are right. We have skin in the game. We're getting in the boat and rowing with you. We don't charge any monthly fees, no joining fees. So Smart Choice does not make any money until we actually work together and you write business. And I think that separates us uh, in the field. I think that sounds like a flex, Carol. Hundreds of agents in <laughs> West Virginia and North Carolina. That's a little bit of a brag. I like that. Uh, that just goes to the success of, of what's going on. And I think you're right. You know, um, And again, it goes back to whether it's commission or contingencies. If they win, you win. If you win, they, I mean, everybody's happy. It, and people all, think, yeah, yeah you're not, I mean, of course you're doing it for the agent, but there's some skin in the game for you to win too. And to be able to pay these salaries and be able to have more TMs. And again, with my show and the edit button, as Carol likes to talk about, I want to ask a question. I can edit this out if I need to. But could y'all, uh, one of you, talk about if you're an agent listening right now, whether you're a startup or you've been in 20 years and you wanted to have a little side income or a little hustle there, is there a chance to join as a TM or join as a member of the Smart Choice team to build a book and recruit agents? Yeah, Am I still I'll alive take, to say that? Can I say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that one, Heath. We're always looking at opportunities to grow throughout all of our footprint, active in 45 states and continuing to grow. So please, if anyone's interested, please go to our website, smartchoiceagents.com, and you can reach out to us uh, via that uh, and let us know you're interested. We'd love to talk to you. We are always open to opportunities uh, to grow and partner in many of our states, uh, and of course, always open to more independent agent partnerships. Yeah, and you know, I had one of my close friends out in California uh, reached out to me and said, you know, what do you think? Should I do this? What are you thinking? And now he's he loves being a part um, of Smart Choice family, and one of his best friends is uh, very involved in Smart Choice as well. But you know, my friend Brett's just having a ball out there and yeah. recruiting agents and getting involved. And he's like all in. And he was like, yeah. I'll just start doing this as a side thing. And he loves it. And so I think, and I'm not going to let be truly transparent. I did the same thing in Oklahoma and I loved it. Yeah. You know, truly had a good time doing it. I've had a lot of friends that have become uh, TMs along the way and done stuff and been involved in the smart choice family. And it is a good side hustle that could become a, a full-time gig for you. And it's just, I think it's a good move if that's something you want to do. And maybe yeah. while you're starting your agency, to get a little income to help you grow, it might be another avenue there too. Yeah, Brett's a great story in California. You know, had an agency, uh, so he knows the local market. You know, that's something Carol mentioned. You know, our managers are in the local market, so they know what's going on at that state level. Uh, you know, and Brett started working with us and has been able to help other independent agents, just like he helps his customers. He loves that. He thrives on that. Like you were talking, we're real people that love helping people. Dude, and Brett's a true uh, life story watching that. 
and he's gotten more and more involved over uh, the past couple of months, really, but especially the past couple of years as he's developed uh, into this role. Yeah, and he listens to every episode and texts me or calls me after every one. So that's a shout out to you, Brett. Uh, I won't go yeah, last Brett's name. Awesome. You know who you are, but yeah, he's he loves it. And so, um, you know, I, I did want to bring that part up if I could. If I couldn't, I was going to edit it out uh, with Carol's edit button. But I'm glad that you're letting me talk about it. Because I think it's huge. Uh, yeah, we're always growing, we're always developing, and we're always open to opportunities. Yeah, I wish Carol. I wish I had an edit button in real life because there's so many times I let my foot in my mouth or. <laughs> you know, my mouth override my ass or whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, dang it, I wish I could edit that out. <laughs> you know, we can't do that though, Carol. I think everyone in their life would love to have an edit button. Yes, we can all use an edit button. Yeah, this, this being, uh, you know, my first podcast uh, in general, you know, it was good that you have such a thing, but it's nice to know yeah. you didn't even need it. So exactly. it's been a fun conversation. Yeah, dude, I'm glad that we didn't need it. And if anything, it'll just be me editing myself out. But no, you guys <laughs> are amazing. And, you know, I know the audience appreciates you guys. And I, I appreciate uh, you guys both uh, being a part of Insurance Town and helping me grow because uh, you guys have been with me since almost the very beginning of me starting the show within the first six months to a year. So it means a lot to me. And so thank you guys so much. And uh, I appreciate you guys being a part of it. Before I do let you go, we got four or five minutes that I want to, if you have anything that I missed that you want to add or any kind of contact info or any way that people get involved or just anything you want to share, I'll give you as long as you want four or five minute runway to really go, you know, vomit smart choice if you want to for the next four or five minutes. Yeah. Heath, I just want to say thanks for having us. Yeah. We appreciate the partnership uh, and what you're doing, uh, helping, you know, get information out to independent agents throughout the country. Uh, so thanks for having, you know, myself and Carol. <laughs> and uh, I, I do just want to mention that uh, Smart Choice is the fastest growing network in the country. And I think that is for lots of the reasons we talked about today. Number one, our people, our people in our corporate home office and our people throughout the field that are helping independent agency partners with Smart Choice every day. Uh, but if you want to learn more information about Smart Choice, you can go to smartchoiceagents.com. You can click Find Carriers to contact us at the state level. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to help you. I think the biggest thing he said today that I'd love to echo is we are real people that truly care. I've been here 20 years. I've watched it for 20 years. The culture that Doug Witcher created is amazing, and it continues to thrive, and we're here to help. So that would be that would be the biggest thing I want agents to know is we're here to help them. Yeah, and if I can, just for a second, I'll tell a quick story of, I got an opportunity to come to home office one time, and the president, was that his title, Andrew's his president? Yeah, or, Andrew Caldwell's uh, the president. And uh, first time I met him, he was in basketball shorts and a t-shirt and running a board, not a board meeting, but running a meeting. And I think that was during COVID. So I give him a little break there, but it was yeah. like, this dude's real. I expected ivory tower with the suit and, you know, have to go through 47 levels of security and a thumbprint, but he just came out there and met me. And, you know, I guess he got the working out or something. I was like, this is amazing. Like, this is why, you know, it, like I said, it's real people. But anyhow, um, I, I love that. And I don't want Andrew to get mad. I may have to edit that out. Andrew, like, don't tell that story. But that's just a, a testament to the type of realness that you guys have. But 
Carol, did you want to add anything to what Ashley had mentioned before we sign off? Well, no, and, and definitely, we, we definitely want everyone to, to reach out to us, reach out to anyone in your state. Um, there all their contact information is there. And this is a, a people business for a reason. And you, we, we definitely care about the people we do business with. And let's face it, you do business people with you like. And uh, that's why I joined the organization. It's a wonderful organization. Um, I'm so happy that I made the smart choice to, to uh, join. Yeah, I <laughs> so I had to go there. See, there are good one today. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and, and thanks uh, you so much for having uh, Ash and I on. This, this was a lot of fun. And I hope, that, you know, you know that people can take a, a nugget of information and and uh, help it work for them. And we hope that you know everything, uh, you know, really uh, is mutually beneficial for everybody listening. You know, a little bit of knowledge and knowing hopefully who you can reach out to get some answers and some help from. So if we accomplished that. I think that's a wonderful thing. And yeah. and you're doing that on your podcast. So I think it's a wonderful thing that we're a part of. Thank you. Y'all definitely yeah. did that. Um, last thing, and uh, I was hoping one of y'all would mention it, but you didn't. But if you go to smartchoiceagents.com and you go to find a market, what's on that page, Ashley? Yeah, so if you go there to our website and click find find carriers, it's going to take you to an interactive state map of the United so States. Cool. Just click on that state that you're interested in or you reside in. Uh, it will give you contact information for our state director and field teams there. Put in just a little bit of information and you'll get a call within 24 hours from our home office to just get a little bit more uh, and we'll make those connections. But we would yeah. love to help anybody uh, that is interested. Yeah, that map is cool. You don't have to call some 800 number and say, who's the TM for my state? You see their picture, you got their number, you got their email address. You can yeah. reach out directly to them to ask questions or you could fill out just a few pieces of information. I think that was super smart choice, again, using yeah. a joke, <laughs> to put that on your site because a lot of people are like, I don't know who to call. And yeah. I've had people call me from the show and say, hey, I'm in Michigan. Yeah. Who do I call? Who, yeah. I'm in te Texas. Who do I call? Go to this website. Click this button. Pick the prettiest one or the handsomest one if you want to, or just put some information in. Somebody will call you. Yeah. And you can see our different carrier partner lineups yes. uh, in our three verticals uh, by state as well. You know, as Carol mentioned, some states are a little more uh, challenging others, uh, but we have uh, access in, in most of our states. Uh, so please reach out to us yep. and uh, we'd love to talk to you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much, guys, again, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. Hey, thank you so All much. Right. Uh, I had a great time. Hope you guys did too. Uh, we got a lot more episodes coming up in the future, and I can't wait for you to check them out. If you got any uh, other ideas, if you got any thoughts, if you got any feedback, Heath at insurancetownpodcast.com, or you can uh, email. I've got staff now. Hello at insurancetownpodcast. If you wanted to ask some questions there or book some times to visit with me or be a guest on the show. We all have a story to, to tell. Jeez. We all have a story to tell. <laughs> and I want to help tell yours. Insurancetownpodcast.com is our website. Go check it out. Guys, uh, I think that's all I got today. So uh, I'll see you again next week.